Hello, welcome to Endurance Minded, the podcast that looks at the psychological and emotional components of endurance sports and how they impact performance. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder at TEC. And uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about something that I am very, very passionate about, uh, and that is um, the value that training and movement and being an athlete um, brings to our lives. Um, I'll dive into the specifics of what I mean by that and, uh, and qualify uh, why I think it's important, um, but it's, uh, it's something that I've been talking a lot about lately, uh, and we're going to build on some of the uh, conversations or part of the conversation that, uh, that we had in our last episode with Jacob Pusey, um, and that's inspired some great conversations that I've had with other coaches and athletes and, uh, and folks in this space. Uh, and so I'm going to use this time in this episode to expand on um, really the reason that I do what I do uh, and uh, the, the reason that I uh, have built my career and my life uh, in endurance sports uh, and as an athlete uh, working with, uh, with other coaches uh, and athletes uh, around the world. And so before we dive in, uh, I do want to mention a really exciting um, recent development with TEC. Um, we have partnered with Whoop, and um, it's it's a really uh, exciting development. Whoop, for those of you that don't know, uh, is the only 24-7 uh, wearable technology. Uh, it, measure, it measures uh, stressors both inside and outside of work and training, and that's a really important distinction. Um, and what I believe makes it so powerful. It tracks your sleep. Um, what Whoop refers to as strain, which is your cardiovascular stress throughout the day, uh, whether that's during a workout uh, or just um, or just living your life. Uh, and it also uh, tracks and quantifies your recovery uh, as well. And then when that's paired with uh, specific to the work that we do. With athletes, when that's paired with training metrics, it really gives us a, a really uh, robust uh, and kind of clear view of, uh, of how training is integrating uh, into an athlete's life and if it's integrating appropriately. So WHOOP um, will give us some of our what's now fairly commonplace metrics like heart rate variability. Um, but it also expands on that with these really, really detailed, in-depth um, metrics that quantify the quality of our sleep, the consistency of our sleep, things like latency and respiratory rate. Um, and so we've partnered with them uh, in, in an effort to provide athletes with the tools they need uh, to be successful. Um, anyone that, uh, that comes from, uh, from TEC, uh, is eligible for a free month, their first free month uh, with Whoop. So we'll provide uh, the link that allows you to access that free month uh, in the episode notes. But I wanted to mention that because it's something that I, I'm really excited about and it's it's been massively impactful. Uh, I've been using it for several years uh, and we've had athletes using it for a while as well. But I think the information is valuable for everyone um, but again, specific to the work that we do and our mission at TEC, uh, it's, it's really, um, going to be something that, uh, that's going to be a, a match, uh, a perfect match. So, uh, again, check out the show notes for the link to get a free month off of 
your first free month free at Whoop. All right, so let's dive into the show. Um, I want to, again, expand on this topic of, uh, of being intentional. And that's really what it boils down to is why is it important or, or why do I think it's important to be intentional about, um, about our efforts as athletes? Uh, and I'm going to expand on some of these kind of key or buzzwords as well because I think that there's important distinctions to be made around what or whom is an athlete, uh, what is training, what, is, um, what are these words that we, we use a lot to describe a lot of different people and, and then ultimately um, why are these things important. So the first thing that I'll do is I want to define uh, what I think an athlete is. And, and an athlete is, can be uh, a really positive um, thing for uh, definition or identity for some people. It, it can also be an identity and a definition that uh, that ostracizes people. There's lots of people that think, "Oh, I'm I'm not an athlete because I don't um, run marathons, or I don't ride my bike long distances, or I don't do what whatever it is." And so I, I think it's important at the onset of this conversation to to define what I think is an athlete. And I and I think if we really dig into to um, to this deeper, I think that this um, holds, uh, holds pretty true. So, uh, so an athlete is, uh, anyone who moves their body intentionally. So plain and simple, an athlete by my definition, uh, is anyone who moves their body intentionally. And the distinction and the important takeaway, if you, if you pick up on anything, uh, in that definition, it's, uh, intentionally. And I'm going to expand on why that piece is so important. But that intentionality is, is what really sets someone um, who is actively pursuing betterment uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physiologically, however you want to classify that. That intentional movement is the real distinction. So I want to expand on, on that. And again, keep that in mind that an athlete, by definition, is not someone who does X, right? We, we have a tendency to label people uh, as athletes or non-athletes based on our own experiences, based on the backgrounds that we have, based on what we're focused on. Um, and I think that it's important to make sure that we define athletes appropriately. And again, just to reiterate, uh, an athlete is anyone who moves their body intentionally. So I believe so strongly that being an athlete, so being someone who moves intentionally, and then committing to the process of that movement has impacts that, that far outweigh um, fitness, right? So, so we, we as athletes, as coaches, um, we, uh, ascribe the outcome of being an athlete as gaining fitness. So we've been successful, 
uh, as athletes and coaches if we produce fitness. And then we haven't been successful if we don't produce that fitness. So I think fitness is a good goal, right? We, being more fit, uh, achieving greater levels of fitness is a, is a worthwhile pursuit. And that should be one of the outcomes. But my, my point that I hope to expand on is that there's value in athletic pursuits over and above that, that singular goal. That even if the season doesn't go as planned, even if we don't reach the level of fitness that we hoped to reach, um, even if uh, life or injury or motivation or whatever it is disrupts that linear goal, which is I'm at a particular level of fitness now, I want to follow a trajectory uh, in as straight a line as possible to get to the next level of fitness, even if that linear trajectory is disrupted, there is value in being an athlete. And again, there's value in intentional movement. So I want to outline how and why um, training, exercise, movement, whatever we want to call it, I want to outline why I think it has value over and above this singular fitness goal. And I think this is a piece, if you, if you look at and talk to um, experienced athletes, I think you'll see this more and more is that it's the execution of a workout, the commitment to a training schedule, um, it it, it holds greater weight and greater value in that individual's life, uh, in an individual who has committed to that, um, to that pursuit of self-betterment for long periods of time, that holds greater value than just fitness. They do it because it's important. Uh, they do it because it's valuable to them and their life and how they view themselves, um, how they compartmentalize the other parts of their life. Um, and so I want to break down a few of those. Uh, and again, this is something that, um, if you can't tell by my voice, I am really, um, this is, this is what I care about the most is that I think that we're athletes because, because it matters. Um, and it, and it, and things can come and go and fitness can move around and races can do whatever they want to do. And, and, and it, we're still athletes because intentional movement is important. So, number one, I like to think about um, I like to think about it in terms of a bookshelf. And on a bookshelf, you have bookends, right? You, you have walls. You have something that holds the contents of that bookshelf in place. If you don't have those bookends. Um, Things fall over. Things are not organized. They tip in one direction or the other. They fall off the bookshelf. Whatever happens, there needs to be something to hold the contents of that bookshelf in place. So that's how I view uh, training. Uh, and that's how I view um, the intentional pursuit of movement 
is that it provides bookends for the rest of our lives. Um, If you're intentional about making time for movement, I believe very strongly that it sets the tone for other aspects of your life and allows you to be intentional there as well. So if we have bookends on a bookshelf, that allows us to keep all of the books in place, right? If we don't have those bookends, one book falls, the other books fall right behind it. So I think having intentional movement is a central place in our lives. Now, again, this is not this is not tons of training. This is not 20 hours a week on the bike or on the run. This is any level of intentional movement. That means we prioritize movement in the same way we prioritize eating. Uh, we prioritize work, family, uh, relationships with people in our lives that matter. That's the intentional part. And so that prioritizing that in the same way I truly believe sets the tone and trickles down or up into other aspects of our life because that's its positive affirmation in in executing on that goal we're able to then see more clearly how we can execute on other things that we want to accomplish um so I think first and foremost that it uh it provides a cornerstone for for our lives. Um, and I know for me personally, making time and, and seeing training or intentional movement through the same lens and letting it hold the same weight as other things in my life only serves to make me better in those other aspects. It makes me better at my job. It makes me better in my relationships. It makes me able to do the things that I want to do outside of training uh, more effectively. And so I think, again, seeing these things as bookends for our life or a cornerstone um, is the first reason that there's value over and above fitness. Um, the second thing is that intentional movement ensures that you make time for yourself. So we do so many things in service of others, um, whether that's others, um, our family members, our friends, our kids. Um, we, um, by design, our support networks uh, are part of a support network for lots of different facets of our lives, lots of different people in our lives, whether that's at work, whether that's at home. And that's good. Those are fulfilling relationships and those are fulfilling roles um, to have. But we can't always be pouring out. We need to have things that fill us up. And I think that it's really important to make time for self-improvement, for self-reflection, meditation, um, or meditative activities, um, and for opportunities to find clarity. And I think that we can find all of those things in intentional movement, in exercise. If we set aside that space and time for ourselves, that gives us the opportunity to fill ourselves back up 
that's really becoming more and more rare or certainly harder to navigate in our society. We we have lots of things that are asking for our attention, lots of things that are asking for our input, um, whether it's, um, you know, you name it, right? Social media, the internet, work, um, relationships with others, whatever it is, it's, it's outward facing. We have to give to those platforms, give to those relationships in order to make them successful. I think it's important that we give back to ourselves. Um, and again, in the same vein as the bookend analogy, that sets the tone for uh, success um, and clarity and uh, productivity that we have in other areas of our life. So I think, again, so often we see athletes, when things get busy, when things get stressful, the intentional movement, exercise, training, whatever it is, that gets kicked out first, right? We're so quick to allow that self-care, to allow that dedicated time for ourselves and self-improvement we're quick for that to be the first thing that goes. And I think we have to be very, very, um, I think we need to be careful when we make those decisions. Now, I'm not saying that the, tail, that the scale can't tip in one direction or the other at any given time. We all have to balance and, and weigh things on a given day. But it shouldn't be the first thing to go. We shouldn't give up our self-care uh, and the thing that has the potential to add tremendous value and clarity to our lives, that shouldn't be the first thing that goes when things get stressful. I would argue that we should lean into that thing because that's going to be what allows us to navigate those moments in our life when clarity is harder to come by. So um, so again, movement ensures that we make time for ourselves. And I think that time for ourselves is critical because we're all, uh, we all tend to be, um, uh, I, at least I can speak for myself, it's, it's hard to, to make that time. Uh, if we don't have intentional movement, um, we, we tend to err on the side of giving and not refilling ourselves. So the next thing, um, and the next reason that I think intentional movement brings value to our lives, um, is that movement provides clarity towards um, towards our goals. So it's easy to lose sight of what we're working towards, uh, what we hope to accomplish, how each day builds on the last, when, when we're moving through life, right? Things are busy. Things are stressful. Um, we have lots of input coming in. Um, and it can be hard and, and, and can be hard to navigate that. And it can be easy to lose track of what we're building towards, what we're moving towards. Um, we get kind of buried in the minutia. We get buried in the day in and day out. Um, and that keeps, you know, it one emotionally, it causes you to feel bogged down. Um, it causes you to feel like, you're not making progress towards the things that matter most to you. Um, but again, you know, you can just put yourself in kind of how most of us operate. 
day in and day out. And it's one where we're constantly moving from one task to the next and where we're constantly juggling and balancing and, and trying to make enough time in the day. And that is not, um, it's easy again to, to kind of feel like that's weighing us down and to, when we step back at the end of the day, what, what did we build towards? Did we accomplish our goals? What did that day, um, put into place or put into motion that's going to, um, that's going to build towards something uh, that we want to accomplish in the future. The answers to those questions can be very, very hard to see when we're in the kind of day in and day out um, of our lives. So again, movement, intentional movement, provides a dedicated space for clarity. And it's also, um, it's, it's very simple. It's an intentional act that's guaranteed to move us forward, right? We know that every pedal stroke, if we show up, if we make time, every pedal stroke, every stride, every lap, whatever it is, that the act of doing that moves us closer to a goal, right? It moves us closer to... Uh, a goal of consistency. It moves us closer to a goal of fitness, which again is not a bad goal. Um, it moves us closer to um, to our long term goals of of achieving things that we thought um, were, might not be possible. And that that sure definition of progress is very very hard to find. Uh, on a daily basis. It's not always clear how the pieces are going to add up to move us closer to our goals. We know <clears throat> that when we show up intentionally for movement, that the act of doing that thing is moving the needle. Now, it's it's going to be small. One workout, one day, uh, even a week doesn't doesn't make or break anything, and it doesn't change um, the big picture, but it does cumulatively add up to equal success. And I think that mentally that's a really important thing to, to kind of, uh, latch onto because it's, again, it's hard to find that we don't get a lot of sure things, but we know that when we show up, um, that that's going to move the needle and they, and, and each, Again, pedal stroke, stride, lap, whatever it is, each each one of those um, cumulatively adds up to to the big picture, and we can see that. We know that. We can see with clarity what that outcome is going to be. Um, so again, I think that. In an effort to provide ourselves with space, clarity, time for reflection, um, again, it, it all builds on itself. But I think that having that time, um, that intentional space to understand what you're working towards, it trickles down into the rest of, of our lives. Um, it allows us to see things more clearly in our work, in our family in our uh, relationships with our friends, our coworkers. Um, and I think 
And I truly believe that that's, that's important. And, and if nothing else, it's worth pursuing because, because it gives us those things that are really hard to find, um, or often very challenging and not quite as clear in our daily lives. Um, so I want to challenge you, um, one to think about if you're listening to this podcast and you've traditionally not defined yourself as an athlete, I want to challenge you to think about what definition I defined uh, earlier, which was an athlete is anyone who moves their body intentionally. So first and foremost, if you haven't, if you struggled with that athletic identity, hopefully that definition um, will allow you to move past that. If you're someone who moves your body intentionally, you're an athlete. You don't have to be X, Y, or Z um, to fit the mold. So then take that intentionality, take that, um, that movement and use it to add value to the rest of your life and use it to, of course, build fitness, but also think about how it adds value in the other areas of your life, how it allows you the opportunity for dedicated time for self-care, how it allows you to find clarity, um, how it allows you to more clearly define your goals, both on a, from an athletic perspective, but also uh, in the rest of your life. Um, so first and foremost, make sure, or I hope that this, um, that this episode more clearly defines who is uh, and who isn't an athlete, quote unquote. Um, and then make intentional movement part of your life, you know, not just for race results or for fitness, but because using movement as a cornerstone for your life has broad reaching impacts that will increase your quality of life across the board. And, and that's really, if there's any takeaway and if I have any soapbox, um, that's it. I, I think that the value is there. It's important because it matters in all aspects of our lives. Um, and so I want to, again, challenge you or, or hopefully just provide the opportunity or the impetus for you to think about yourself as an athlete and how the intentionality um, and the commitment that you bring to that athletic identity provides value over and above the pursuit of fitness. Um, and I think when you look at that, you'll see that showing up and committing and making time, prioritizing that time for movement um, plays a much larger role in your life than you might have originally thought that it did. Um, again, it's not just about um, you know, chasing some ideal weight or looking a certain way uh, in the mirror or being able to produce a certain um, race time. Those things can be fine, and those can be part uh, of the overall um, uh, the overall view and the overall goal if they're positioned appropriately and in a healthy way. But the value is there uh, again, over and above all of those things. And I think you know, 
it, it matters because it matters. Um, and so, so take that, think about it, think about how, um, how being intentional has added value to your life. Um, and, and again, that's why we're athletes. That's why we do what we do. That's why we weather the storms that we weather and we're able to, to come back season after season, week after week. It's because we know that the other option, which is to not be intentional, well, that doesn't, that doesn't sound right, right? That's not what we want to accomplish, right? Even when we're tired and we're worn down and we're low in motivation and we're having a hard time figuring it all out, what's the other option? Not do it? I don't think that that's an option, right? I think it's important because it's valuable for ourselves. It's valuable for our health, for the relationships that we have, for what we hope to accomplish in the rest of our lives. Um, So I hope you feel the same way. Um, As always, uh, let us know if you have any feedback. You can reach out to us uh, on our website, thomasenduranceCoaching.com. Um, thanks as always for tuning in to endurance minded. Uh, I hope you get as much out of these conversations as I do. Um, appreciate everyone. Remember to rate, subscribe, share the podcast. Um, it's how we get the word out, um, and how we are able to continue, uh, these, these great conversations, um, in hopes of giving athletes, um, the tools and the knowledge, uh, and the relationships that they need to pursue their goals. Um, Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.